Matthews on Radio 191 FM. Tēnā ahi This is the news on Radio 1 Tereo Itarangi Kotahi for Drahina Toru Tako or Maramawaru. Kokuntantiane. Auckland is set to remain at COVID-19 alert level 4 for at least two more weeks, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern announced in a press conference this afternoon. Northland will remain at alert level 4 until at least Thursday, before dropping to alert level 3, provided no more wastewater tests come back positive. The rest of New Zealand, south of Auckland, will drop to alert level 3 at 11.59pm on Tuesday, August 31st. 53 new cases of COVID-19 have been detected in the community today. This brings the total number of cases associated with the outbreak to 562. All the newly detected cases were in Tamaki, Makoto. This announcement follows 165 cases of COVID-19 being detected in the community over the weekend. COVID-19 modeler at the University of Auckland, Sean Hendy, believes that we should start to see a plateau in the number of cases announced, attributing some of the relatively high number of new cases to household spread. Only 14 new locations of interest were added over the weekend, bringing the total number of locations of interest to more than 500. Prime Minister Ardern warned that if need be, Alert Level 4 restrictions could get tighter to help contain the highly infectious Delta variant. According to Ardern, given how transmissive the Delta variant is, the 2-metre rule is appearing obsolete, and further rules in the realm of proper mask usage and ventilation for buildings would be considered. A vaccination clinic for students, organised by Te Ropu Māori and the University of Otago Pacific Island Students Association, is being held at Forsyth Bar Stadium today and tomorrow, with enough vaccinations for 6,000 students. No bookings are necessary. Anyone who is a student at either Otago University or Otago Polytechnic can walk down and get their dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. A Wellington tenant has been left feeling creeped out after their property manager announced that they'll be continuing with property inspections via Zoom. Wellington tenant and Renters United activist Geordie Rogers received the email from notorious property management Quinnevic last week, saying that property inspections would be undertaken via Zoom and that tenants would be provided with 48 hours notice for these Zoom inspections, as they would for a usual physical inspection. Quinnevik has come under criticism many times in the past for the quality of their rentals, including one that renters described as a death trap, with dungeon-like bedrooms that use curtains for doors. Geordie was told that he would be provided with a checklist to go through before the inspection. He was also told that he would then be emailed a link to a Zoom call, and asked to photograph anything that Quinnevik believed needed further inspection. Uh, it seems pretty creepy to me. Uh, those were the first words that came to mind. Like the idea that my property manager wants me to jump on a Zoom call and they're going to tell me what to do. They're going to tell me to walk around the house, zoom in on things. Uh, I even jokingly said that, you know, they were going to tell me to lift up the toilet seat so they could have a look inside. New Zealand Tenancy Services state that under Alert Level 4 conditions, landlords can perform virtual property inspections, but only with permission of their tenants. In a statement to Radio 1, Quinnevik Chief Operating Officer Paul Chapman said that a Wellington Quinnevik franchise had elected to carry out Zoom inspections, given the uncertainty as to how long Alert Level 4 restrictions would last.
if the tenants did not wish to have their inspections carried out via Zoom, these could be deferred until alert level restrictions were reduced. Geordie sent a follow-up email to their property manager clarifying the criteria. The property manager still did not confirm that they needed their tenant's permission for Zoom inspections. Um, I very quickly reached out to my property manager and uh, sent them the link to tenancy services that said actually they needed my permission to do this. And so they replied to that saying they had talked to management um, but didn't really hear anything else. I didn't get any other letters that would uh, explain that it would only be with our permission. It very much just seemed from the wording, you will walk us around the property you will do this, you will do that. Wellington City Councillor Rebecca Matthews said on Friday that Quinnivik should be ashamed of themselves. Matthews said that lockdowns were already hard enough and that the virtual inspections were unfair, unnecessary and unwanted. Melissa Lama has been elected president of the Otago University Students Association for 2022 in an uncontested race in which she received 2,711 votes. In the only three-way contested election, Patrice Lesseur came out on top in both the first and second round to be successfully elected as residential representative for 2022. Lesseur narrowly won out in the first round of voting, receiving 36.56% of the vote. Rebecca Amatrino received only 28% of the vote and was eliminated in this round. Lesseur's lead widened in the second round, coming in 60 votes ahead of Tat Mutungwende, this election was unlike any other OUSA election, with much of the campaigning moving online as a result of COVID-19 alert level 4. Mayor Polchik, current welfare and equity representative, was elected administrative vice president, eking out the competition from Antonia Richardson by 548 votes. Finance and strategy officer went uncontested, and Emily Foe Goodwin was elected to the role with 2,759 votes. Daniel Fitzpatrick narrowly missed out on the role of academic representative, losing by a mere 33 votes to Caitlin Hansey, who was elected with 1,435 votes. In a post on his campaign Facebook page, Daniel said he was gutted by the loss, but immensely grateful for everyone that believed in him. He believed Caitlin would do a good job in the role and encouraged her to pick up some of his policies. Lily Marsh was elected Welfare and Equity Representative, beating out opponent Anna Parbinger with 52.97 and 47.03 percentage of the votes, respectively. Uncontested political representative candidate Teafina Ponamu Waikaramihi received the most individual votes in the election, gaining 2,872 votes in support. Ravneel Chand and Sean Tao both won their respective races for postgraduate students' representative and international students' representative, coming in 10 and 15% ahead of their respective competition. Tulsi Raman, current president of the Indian Students' Association, beat out Otago Filipino Students' Association president Elena Cruz for the role of clubs and societies' representative. Glass recycling collection in Dunedin will recommence at alert level 3. Dunedin City Council glass recycling has been suspended at alert level 4, which has led to large numbers of blue bins sitting aimlessly on the side of the street, awaiting collection. Alongside this, recycling hubs have been closed under alert level 4. Dunedin resident and university student Gemma relies on these hubs for her flat's recycling. So at my flat we rely on community recycling centres and 
basically since level four lockdown started they closed the community recycling centers so we haven't been able to do recycling um and because of that we just have bags of recycling lying around our usual recycling bin that we would use and it's difficult because we don't really know what to do with it. Dunedin City Council Group Manager Waste and Environmental Solutions Chris Henderson told Radio 1 the decision to continue mixed recycling but suspend glass recycling was made by their collection contractor for health and safety reasons and in the interests of their staff. Usual fortnightly glass collections will reopen under Alert Level 3. However, the Dunedin City Council will not be running any additional household glass recycling collections to account for stockpiled glass recycling. Henderson recommends that anyone whose glass recycling is piling up should stockpile it until collections resume, but should ensure that they don't overfill their blue bins. For anyone who has large amounts of recycling stockpiled, the Green Island Landfill Recycling Facilities will reopen at COVID-19 Alert Level 2. That was the news here on Radio 1. Now, the weather. The Radio 1 91 FM weather. Chilly starts your week today with a high of only 8 degrees. Clouds this morning turning fine later today, cooling to 4 degrees overnight. Tomorrow is slightly warmer with a high of 10, a fine day with northeasterly winds dropping to 4 degrees overnight. That was the weather here on Radio 1 Tadeo Idarangi Kotahi 91 FM. The R1 News, weekdays at 12, 2, and 5, or catch up on our podcast page 